Welcome back to Pandemic Pass. My name is Casey Siddons, your host, and this is Episode 2, Students and COVID. The most important part of the story of persevering and emerging from this pandemic is from the lens of our students. What has their experience been like, living and learning through a global pandemic that has disrupted everything from graduations, to proms, to how we even get our groceries? As all effective teachers do in the classroom to see what's working and what's not, we go right to the source, our students. In this episode of Pandemic Pass, I talked to three college students and a high school student about their experiences. Adriana Quinones, who is studying public policy and environmental studies. Lupe Lazaro, who is studying psychology with a minor in Spanish and social work. And Alexia Ferraro, who is studying philosophy with a minor in gender sexuality and is considering pursuing political science or Spanish. These three incredible young adults are currently freshmen at Gettysburg College in Pennsylvania, and they're going to provide you with some incredible insight into the challenges and the ups and downs of how this pandemic has impacted them and really shaped their worldviews forever. For the second part of this episode, I sit down with Michelle Washington, a high school senior at John F. Kennedy High School in Silver Spring, Maryland. Michelle is an incredibly strong student and positive personality that is absolutely infectious. Michelle is the kind of student leader and generational spokesperson who will be doing great things in her very near future. For both of these interviews, I think what you will find is an aura of positivity and longing for change and progress. And it's so exciting. It's one of the reasons why I absolutely love teaching and being around kids and being around students. Um, the, the conversations that we have revolve around three main questions. One is, how are you doing as a person? What has your experience been like? Because the experience of students is so different than everybody else in a lot of ways. And then probably one of my favorite questions that we ask is, what do you think this experience is doing to your generation? Every generation's experience from their high school years and middle school years and even into their college years, there are things that happen that change you. And this pandemic is one of those very situations where it's changing an entire generation of kids in how they view the world and what they plan to do to make it better and to change it for the better. So I hope you enjoy uh, these interviews. They're, they're really incredible kids. I shouldn't even say kids. They're incredible young adults. So enjoy this second episode. It's titled Students and COVID. I am so excited to have with us some incredible young people who are going to be changing the world, and they're already beginning to change the world. Uh, we have Adriana Quinones, we have Lupe Lazaro, and we have Alexia Ferraro, who are all freshmen at Gettysburg College in Pennsylvania, my home state. And uh, we, you know, we brought our, these students on board to get a, a better perspective and uh, a, a, a nice perspective uh, a more rounded perspective about what life is like for uh, us in the pandemic and, and how we need to be thinking about moving forward past these crazy times. So uh, Adriana, we're going to start with you. What, what has your experience been like thus far starting your post-secondary education at Gettysburg? So I was actually talking with my dad in the car today. I was just like, I think it's crazy that in the same year I like graduated from high school and I also started college. And then he was just like, but that's like the normal thing to do. But it was just like, but it's just so different to adjust to it. Because like in high school, like even though I like did IB and all this, that, that was the top thing to do like academically. I feel like it was still like such a big shift to like college classes because the expectations are just like a lot higher. And I feel like the workload did not change, even though it was like a hybrid combination of like online and in-person. And at the beginning, it was just, it was a little weird because for some of my classes, like they were outside in tents and like it was nice weather and all, 
but then the train always passed around like 11 so then just couldn't hear anything that was going on um and then they just sent everyone home and it just only kept us so then everything was just so like different it, it all just changed in like three weeks um so it was just a lot of adjusting to do like a lot of uh, all of us had to move to like single dorms and we just had to like literally just readjust our lives and everything so I think it was a lot harder to get used to the college life just because there was a lot going on um and personally I like had to adjust like work school and then just being away from like family life um just because my parents are like a lot on me because I know that Luba and Alexia can definitely uh speak on this just like you know uh, I was being kind of just like the main hand right hand that our parents go to uh and then also just like exploring this new just space because you know even though Gettysburg is small there's still a lot to explore so it was just a lot to handle in the first semester it was it was only three months but it felt like a year <laughs> Lupe how, how about you um, I think for me, the biggest part, just like Adri touched on, was being away from home. Like, I think knowing that, I think I was the furthest away from all of us um, living in New York City, and especially going from New York City to a town like Gettysburg. Um, that in itself was quite crazy to think of, just because, you know, looking up and instead of looking at skyscrapers, I saw stars. Um, and for me, that was like the biggest thing. And I think Adri was there like the first night that I saw the stars, like I started crying. Like I was just so happy to be there. Um, but I think overall, like academically, especially like with the pandemic, it's like what Adri was talking about the whole like it being hybrid like some of our classes were online some of our classes were in person regardless of us being at Gettysburg physically um but I think it's just like overall it has been amazing like I like these past couple months have been one of the craziest but one of like the best couple months ever um just because like I think of all of us we've all gotten extremely close and I think that's also something that like I like coming out of this was amazing because um, like, you know, all of these bonds, especially because like the pandemic, you know, like we weren't allowed to go out 24 um, seven. There was a point where we literally had curfew um, <laughs> and we couldn't be outside. What? After- yeah, <laughs> we had a curfew. <laughs> it was an 8 p.m. curfew. Uh. And if they caught you outside, you'd like, you'd get points. And like, nobody wants points because like it messes up with like your, um, what's that called like traveling abroad like it it like it messes a whole bunch of stuff up wow yeah like we weren't really allowed to go outside as much um and like there was also a point where you couldn't have people in your rooms Mm. like it was a whole thing and then like meals you had to literally go to the dining center grab your meals and go like you couldn't eat there for a bit um so yeah adjusting to that was definitely (laughs) a trip (laughs) literally the first like few weeks like there was a long line outside of the dining halls to just get food. Like wow. you had to be there at like six just to get food on time. And is it, so is your semester over? Well, right now we only have two weeks left technically. Wow. Technically. Yeah. Technically. Like we have like one last week of classes and then we have our yeah. finals. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is your time to, to, to relax a little bit. That's good. Um, Alexia, what what about you? What has your experience been like? Um, It's definitely been adjustment, even coming from like junior year, just like having to like look for colleges. And then it just became like um, a struggle, um, which is filling out applications, deciding what school I wanted to go to. And when I finally picked Gettysburg, um, it felt like I was at peace with it until like the whole pandemic started. And then we went (laughs) straight to online um, my senior year. Uh, and the senior year and then like Gettysburg was just not very informative about if we were going back or not and they were very last minute on that so it caused a lot of stress um, on me and I'm sure on Adrian and Lupe as well knowing whether or not we were going um, to be there for our first semester and then um, getting to campus it was very rough in the beginning because you know you're meeting new people you don't know um, who you're really going to connect with at first Um, and I was alone for like the first couple of days because my roommate didn't move in to begin with um because she I don't know something happened with it so she moved in a couple days later I finally got to get to know her and then we all got singles so then it was like okay now like I have my room to myself I have half my classes online now um and it was just a big adjustment because 
we started off like our end of senior year um, being all online. Now we're going into a whole new atmosphere in a college campus where half of them's on in person, half of it's online. And it was just like, um, wasn't used to the workload because we had such like, I don't know the wording for it, but we had such like, um, not much work to do at the end of the senior year, if that makes right. sense. Like my school for me, at least like, it was just kind of like, you can join the Zoom calls if you want, you really don't have to. Like it was a very easy end of senior year and then coming into college, it was very much so stressful. And I was very much so excited to have a single until like afterwards, I was like, wait, I miss my roommate now. Like <laughs> I want to have like my roommate with me. So it was just like weird, weird adjustments that like, um, it was like, I remember I kept constantly saying, it feels like I'm on vacation. I never yeah. felt like I was in college until like right before I left. And I was like, wait, <laughs> no, like I'm in college. And I was like, wait, now it's time to leave. And it's, it's hard to think about it. And that's just because, uh, when I, you know, when, when you have a roommate in, you know, normal times, it's like, you can't wait to get away from that roommate. And then now that you're, you were forced to be in a single, you're like, Oh, I wish I had a roommate, someone to talk to. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, she used to come up to me and be like, I miss you. Come to my room. <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you all experienced, uh, your end of high school career in, um, the strangest of ways in the, in the, in the, in the oddest of ways for the record book, I suppose. Um, how has, your uh, learning and social experience changed, stayed the same from the spring. Adriana, what do, you, what, what do you think about that? I feel like for the end of senior year, um, it was a lot, like for me, it was just a lot of finishing writing essays. And I feel like the only like class that I truly still had like work and stuff to learn was literally my math class. But <laughs> other than that, it was just like, oh, like, let's just like, you know, keep on working on your papers because like we had to submit it for IB. And then it was also just like checking in how we were doing and stuff. And it was just like a weird time because teachers were trying to get used to it. We were trying to get right. used to it. Um, so I feel like it was just a lot of writing. Um, and then that just completely changed uh, for, you know, the first semester. And like I mentioned a lot of times, so it was just like, I've, I haven't done anything in months. And it's just like, suddenly I have to like read like, <laughs> five chapters for like just one lecture and then like another five for like Tuesday. Uh, so it was just like trying to just my brain was just like, Oh my God. Like I pulled like an all nighter literally the second week in and <laughs> cause I just wow. couldn't do it. It was just so hard to concentrate. So it was just like a lot of the just um, habits that I already had mm -hmm. just like completely went away during quarantine. Lupe, what about for, what about for you? Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like those amazing studying habits that I used to have were completely gone when going. <laughs> um, like it was a lot like Lexi mentioned, it was very like optional. Like all of the calls were extremely they'd be like, Oh, well, if you guys like want, you guys can join and like, you know, be social or whatever. But aside from that, it's like Adrian mentioned, like the only work I had was my math class. Um but What's up with these math teachers? Right. Jeez. <laughs> I'm, I'm social studies. I can't, I can't deal with that. But yeah, so in that aspect, of course, like once we started our semester in college, like it was truly, there was no time to slack. Like right off the bat, it was just, right. okay, here you go. Like, I think, so for AJ, I think one of her hardest classes was like AFS. For mine, it was chemistry. Oh, chemistry. Like I hadn't done science in so long <laughs> or like just sat in a lab and like college labs are like four hours long and jumping straight into that was crazy to me because I didn't have the attention span for that anymore. <laughs> uh, and so in that sense, like academically, it really was like you have to get your stuff together like as soon as you can. Like, yeah. Like, nobody's waiting for you to get it together and there's nobody really on you right like reminding you about stuff which everybody knows but i think especially during a pandemic you kind of just seem to forget about stuff there's <laughs> just a whole bunch of other stuff you have to deal with right um and so it's, now, it's funny it's funny how many you know you hear it from my perspective of adults getting you know not mad but upset with students for not checking their email and i think to myself i was like you know how many times adults don't check their emails that i send Let's, let's let's back off a little bit okay it's crazy um but as for socially i think of course i think just socially in the spring when we were still trying to finish off our senior year i like i don't know maybe just like i wasn't allowed to go out like we had curfews in new york city um i didn't see my friends at all like i never wow. got to 
lie to them. Um, I didn't even have a graduation, um, like things like that. Um, I I actually don't even have my diploma yet. So and look cool. where you are. You don't even need it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in that sense, it's been very crazy. And then going to college, of course, six feet away, masks. You can't you can't really be around anybody without a mask on. Um, and then the whole not having a roommate. Like at that time, the whole like your roommate was the one person you would interact with twenty four seven. Right. Um, and so yeah just that big switch i think all of us did very well with trying to like you know stay social like we would just like hey like let's go have lunch outside and just sit <laughs> six feet away from each other yeah. um but yeah Lexi, and then we you? also oh sorry then we also started incorporating the bike rides once <gasps> oh, nice. once lupa and i fully learned how to ride bikes <laughs> yeah, Adrian and i finally learned how to ride a bike in college that's awesome hey better late than never exactly <laughs> Lexi, how about you? Um, so I'm gonna have to go. Um, so Adrian and Lupe mentioned that they had a lot of math homework in the spring. I did not. Um, it was all AP Gov that I had. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you said social stu- <laughs> studies, so I had to had to bring that in. Um, but once the exam was over, no, I did not attend the Zoom calls after that. <laughs> um, but uh, like, I think a lot has definitely um changed. I think it's just been again, like as I stated before, like having all like online towards the end of the senior year. And I mean, senior writers already kicked in by the time like November rolled around for senior <laughs> year. So like my motivation was already going downhill. Like I was like, I'm like going to be in college. Like I already got one acceptance letter. Like I'm going to be fine now. All my applications are out. Like I w- I felt like I was breezing through. Um, And so having to actually come to like schoolwork, like we generally had to do our schoolwork. It was very, uh, very much so stressful. And I think something else about college is that we really don't take like tests or exams. Like I don't personally, I think I took one quiz and that was it. The rest are literally like um, essays and stuff. Like I literally just write constant essays. Like I just wrote an eight page essay that was due Sunday and like a four page essay before that. Like I feel like most of my classes at least for the first semester are really just like tests and exams. I, they nodded their heads. So I don't think that's the same <laughs> for them, but at least for me, like, um, it was definitely an adjustment because I'm used to always constantly taking exams, 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 like every single day. Cause I had the same exact classes every single day for all year around, like we never had semesters or like A and B days for my school at least. So yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely a, a big adjustment for that. And yeah, it's so- literally the complete opposite for me. <laughs> Because, like, for IB, it was just, like, writing. A lot of writing. And IB, for our listeners, is uh, International Baccalaureate. Yeah. And then for for bio, like, that was the only class I, like, took, like, tests and stuff like that. Uh, But then coming into college, um, I have to take a lot of uh, midterms for my environmental science class. And uh, MCPS literally got rid of, like, final exams and all of that. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like that was not a good move because (laughs) I am just not the best test taker now. And it's just, like, hard just, like, trying to, you know, learn how to take tests and all of that while also doing all the other college stuff and just life in general. Yeah. And uh, so my my next question, uh, I'm going a little out of order from our plan, but is I think it's going to be interesting to hear your experiences to your generations. We have a cross-section, for those of you who are listening in, uh, of folks from, we have Adriana from Maryland, we have Lupe from New York. And we have Lexi, whose experience is from Pennsylvania. And um, so w- what do you think this experience overall is doing to your generation, both positively and negatively? I feel like there's two different types of people right now. I feel like one half, it's being um, just very careful on how they're using their time because I know that some of my friends they're just like planning out like what they actually want to do like for their future and like what their passion is I feel like there's so much time um, to not just be distracted just by life uh, right now that they're just like taking the time to just you know just like slow down and like find their passion and stuff like that but then I feel like there's the other half where it's just um, you know, a lot of people just are not comfortable at home just because of like different living situations. So I feel like it's just taking more of a toll on their mental health and just like just trying to figure out what to do in the pandemic and like how to make things better and like just make it faster and stuff. 
Um, so I feel like that's what those are like the two main things that I have been doing to the generation. But I also feel like um, during the election time, I feel like it was a big motivation for everyone because I saw a lot of people engaging and just like informing people and like family members and just older generations in general. Um, so I feel like it's just really showing people like what are the true, not like the true things that matter, but just maybe um, making people a lot more cognizant of their surroundings and like what are some of the uh, rooted issues, um, you know, in the nation, but overall in the world as well. Because I feel like before a lot of people were very selfish in a way and just yeah. like, okay, like what's next for me? Like what am I supposed to do for me and stuff? And I feel like now it's more of like, okay, like what can we do for everyone? Because everyone's experiencing um, similar things right now. Yeah. Well said. Lupe, what, what do you think? Um, I completely agree. I think if anything, it's made our generation a lot more sympathetic towards absolutely everybody. Um, I think it's exactly what AG was talking about it, about it, <laughs> about it's like we like we were very selfish at some point and just thought that it was just about us. And I think this pandemic just kind of made everybody realize that there's so much things that goes beyond each other. Um, and overall, I think it just makes everybody appreciate things a lot more like just tiny things like being able to just meet up with your friends whenever you want um or i was gonna know. say when you said you were scheduling lunch yeah. outside you know something so simple yeah and like that was just such a big deal for all of us like we literally we planned having lunch at 1 p.m every single day we planned dinner at 7 p.m like and it was just such a big deal for all of us and god forbid anybody missed it it was like it, it like it hurt <laughs> like it hurt so much um <laughs> So, you know, things like that, where you just learn to appreciate things so much more, just like simple things. And I think it also makes people value everybody who they're around so much more and just caring, um, yeah. just tiny things. Like, um, I mean, like, for example, I think all of us, we call their parents a decent amount of times. Um, and it's just tiny things like being able to, you know, hear them and all of that. And I think one of my biggest things being away, because I remembered when I first told my parents that I wanted to go away for college one of their big things was me being able to come back home like every couple weeks and I agreed I was like okay like I like I have attachment issues of course I want to be around my family <laughs> I was down like I was down to go back every right. couple of weeks um and which is why Pennsylvania was perfect I was like I could just catch the train whenever um but with the pandemic I like there was no way I would risk going back home um just to go visit and because I wanted a home cooked meal and you know things like that where you just learn to appreciate so much more and you know like just so much more value and a lot of things just you put so much more in perspective and I think it's a lot like it's like that for a lot of us um and it's sad that it took this happening for it (laughs) but here we are (laughs) yeah that uh I remember distinctly I was having homesickness when I went to college and I almost left school a few times and I, I was coming home a lot. My parents were like, you should probably stay at school more. <laughs> I was like, really? Okay, fine. I guess I will. Um, Alexi, what do you think? Um, well, I mean, off of what you're saying, I went home twice uh, this semester. Um, I mean, one of the times we did have like, you know, like the free will because I was like the week everyone was leaving. Um, and then I just went home another uh, like weekend. And then I actually left like a week early from campus and my parents, they talked to me, they're like, if you go back next semester, you're not coming back at all. I was like, okay, like you can't visit, like in a nice way, I guess. Of way. <laughs> That's cold like, sauce. It's, it's, it's <laughs> cause, you know, like they just want me to get like, you know, like the full around um, experience and just like, sure. you know, be there. Um, and I think just going back to like the question you asked, I'm going to like, um, uh, like a negative thing of what, this has brought to us I think um, Adriana touched base on it is like our mental health I think this has definitely brought like a toll on a lot of people's um, mental health especially like for me and like a bunch of people I've um, been in contact with I think it's definitely um, caused us to stress a lot especially when we're like what's going to happen next what's going to happen next especially with the end of our senior year and then going to college like are we going to go to college are we going to stay home like what's happening um, and financials as well like we I know like we might be young but we still understand like what our families are going through as well and like this kind of took a toll on a lot of families like this pandemic um, but I think um, a positive aspect of it is it did give us a lot of free time um, to ourselves to start to 
figure out, although like we were going through like maybe some mental health issues, like they did give us free time to like think about what's good for me and how can I help myself in this time instead of always trying to focus on other people. So this kind of contradicts a little bit of like what Adriana was saying a little bit. But I think that like, yeah, we were selfish in the beginning um, and like now it causes us to understand that other people are going through the same thing, but also caused us um, to make time for ourselves because I feel like there's also some people in the world who take too much time to other people without focusing on themselves. So this was like a good time to like readjust um, yourself. And I think some people are still going through that. And I think another positive awareness um, Adriana touched on was like voting and like the presidential election. I think our generation, um, someone said statistics um, in one of my classes about like the age of 18 to 24 is just like the biggest age group right now that was voting. So yeah. I think that's a very big positive. Um, and I think also with like, um, especially with like the Black Lives Matter movement and things like that, there was a big um, uproar on that with like our generation with posting on social media and people getting people more informed. And I think that because we were in the pandemic, we had more time on our phone and more time on like social media <laughs> where people were like reinforming people on like all these important yeah. stuff. So I think a lot of people became more educated, which I think was also positive on that too. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Um, mm -hmm. And I- Lexi? I are your parents still going to bring Keon and Copa to campus? That was really the happy times. Every time her parents brought over their dogs. They're oh, so nice. cute. <laughs> yeah, what I kind have, of dogs are they? Well, I have three dogs. One of them is a Maltese. She's older, but like we don't really, her name's Sasha. We don't really bring her places because she's not very sociable. Right. Um, and then I have two puppy chows that just turned one Wednesday. Aren't um, they big? Keon. They're probably like 70 pounds now yeah they're pretty big um and yeah like uh, they just bring joy to everyone they're very sociable yeah. they love giving kisses and they just bring people so much joy that's awesome so, yeah I'm sure that my parents said they'll visit but i can't go <laughs> they'll bring them to you and uh you know this will be over at some point so um who knows when but it will be over uh and i, I guess i should have i should have started with with this, the, this next question, but I, I wanted to thank you all three of you for taking the time to meet with me and, and to talk with each other and me about your experiences. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's, it's not talked about enough, but I think, you know, your generation and the, the students who are going through this in high school and elementary and middle school are, um, they're, they're, I think they're going to come out of this stronger. You're going to come out of this stronger than than perhaps any other generation before, because you're forced to do things that no one has ever had to do before. And you're forced to really um, learn and do and think differently than, than we've ever asked students to do before in the past. So um, I, I appreciate the, the way that you're persevering through things. And, you know, there are going to be challenges for you in college, just like anybody else was going to have, but you're isolated in ways that no one else has ever been. So just give yourself some credit and give yourself some space and be nice to yourself. <laughs> so I'll end with this question. Uh, Adriana, how are, how are you doing specifically? And I think it's probably the most important question. Um, so I think I am above average. Uh, like I'm not like completely fine or happy or anything. Um, just because, you know, I do miss seeing my friends and just uh, doing normal things and everything. But I feel like something that I've, um, just made um, a habit to do it's just to be like okay like my parents are here like they're fine um, even though they're still going to work like we we're still like in the house like we still have food um, like it, it hasn't gone like the virus hasn't gotten to us yet um, so I feel like it's something that brings me a lot of sanity a lot of peace even though I do want to like go and get coffee or like go to the library or like go to the park and just right. like you know not wear masks and stuff. Um, so I think when I just think of those things, it's just like, okay, like I, everything is actually fine. Right. Um, but you know, like right now I'm just um, struggling to just get work done because uh, being a home is a little hard. Just, uh, just like my parents just trying to rely on me like before, but it's just a lot harder to just handle it uh, with the schoolwork and right. just doing finals and stuff. But I think I'm doing okay right now. And Good. just just focusing on what are the next steps for the future Good. helps a lot too. Awesome. Good to hear. Lupe, how about you? Um, I think I'm doing okay. Um, I think at the start of all of this, it was a lot harder just because a lot of it was completely unknown. Um, 
like when quarantine just started, when everything just started getting like super bad. Um, I think that was one of the hardest parts to just navigate because obviously none of us were, you know, accustomed to the way things are now. Right. Um, and I think now it's just, it's going a lot smoother. Like, of course there are some hard days and, you know, just like it gets really rough sometimes. Um, but overall, I think it's exactly what Adri was talking about. Just, you know, re- like reminding yourself that, hey, like, I think I'm incredibly lucky to be where I am right now. Right. Um, you know, being able to, like, have somewhere to live. My parents are doing okay. Um, just things like that. And things like that keep me extremely grounded. And I think a very big thing is also my experience in college really made me, um, you know, like form an amazing group of friends. Um, and I think that also keeps me extremely sane. Mm-hmm. Like, just random Snapchats <laughs> with Alexia. Um, just like throughout the day, just us talking about nothing and everything at the same time, yeah. um, things like that, where it's just, I think that definitely keeps me going and just makes everything okay. Because I know that at the end of the day, like, yeah, after a crappy day, the first people that I go to is them. So it's, <laughs> I think that's one of like the happiest moments and that's what makes everything, you know, just work out. That's good. So I'm doing okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, Lexi, how about you? Well, I first want to start with, um, I used, we were thanking us for being on here. So I want to thank you for yeah. doing this as well. Cause I think it's going to bring a lot of light to people just to hear that they're also not alone in yeah. like what their experience as well. Cause I think that's also a very much so, um, big positive. I think, um, I know like a lot of classes, teachers would just like start off the class saying, how are you? Yeah. Like, what did you, like, how was your week? Are you okay? Like, are you getting your homework done? And um, I'm for, like my first year seminar teacher did that a lot. And I think that was very helpful. We were a very small class. And I think that really brought us closer because we'd be like, oh my God, like you're going through that too this week. Like, oh man, me too. And like, just talk about that. And like, literally we would have like a 20 minute conversation on just like how our mental health is doing. And I think that was really positive because I think that really brought us closer. And I think our generation really needs that right now, yeah. especially. Um, but I mean, personally for me, I think like, it's like a roller coaster really. Um, since this whole thing has started. Um, I think going off of what like Adrian and Lupe were saying, like when I do like toast with like my family, we always say like, I have them to family health and happiness. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a positive thing to always look at. Like, yes, I have a roof over my head. Yes, I have food on like, I have clothes. Like I can't, like I have loving family and stuff. And I think that's also very much so positive. Um, I know Adriana was talking about how no one in her family has like caught Corona or anything. Um, but over the summer, my grandmother, she unfortunately did catch Corona. And it was very hard for her because she's all the way in Jersey. And like it was like a miscommunication with like, she doesn't speak English. Mm. And my father had to talk with the doctors and like, it was just a very stressful thing. So I know that was very stressful on like my end. So like, I really want to make sure that like no one in my family like catches Corona. Cause I don't want like that to go through that again. Um, so I know like in the beginning, it was just very, very much. So um, I lost like a lot of effort and yeah. like starting college, I lost effort again, but like slowly gaining it again. It's just a very big, transition and yeah. as Lupe said like we really rely on each other just to like talk about our day um I'm not like a big person to like use social media a lot like I'll just delete it randomly um like I literally did that in college I was like okay I'm done with social media for like a week and I deleted it that's um, good I like I don't really like to use it but I know right now it's like a big time to be using it because nice. we really can't see each other like I really didn't see my friends for like two months over quarantine so like that was like very much so stressful on me but I think going to college, that really helped, like, making new friends and still communicating with my friends back home by sending letters and gifts and, like, calls every once in a while. So I think just, like, right now, I think we're also in a good spot because we have cell phones and yeah. we have computers <laughs> and we have the ability to, like, talk one-on-one with each other. So I think that's also uplifting. Um, but I think, like, really, like, just hearing other people going through the same situation really helps me personally. That's uh, that's well said. And uh, all three of you, and uh, something I saw on Twitter, uh, some good thing I saw was, uh, if you ask me how I'm doing, I'm going to tell you I'm COVID okay. Am I great? No. If the if the pandemic wasn't happening, would I be saying the same thing? No, but I'm COVID okay. And, and I think that rounds it out pretty well. Um, so uh, Adriana, Lupe, Lexi, uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us on the first iteration of, uh, we're calling it the pandemic pass. And uh, we appreciate Thank your t- you for having us. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great talking with you all. And I think you all certainly bring a great perspective to um, an essential perspective to what's going to happen now and what's going to happen soon when this pandemic is over, whenever that may be. So keep doing what you're doing. 
Um, you're doing good things. Don't give up. Literally just keep trucking away. It's going to be okay. And uh, keep your head above water as best you can. So thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we'll hope, hopefully we can get you on the full show at some point in the near future. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Yeah, thank Have you a nice so night. Much. Yeah, you too. <laughs>and she is a senior at John F. Kennedy High School in Silver Spring, Maryland. And uh, welcome, Nichelle. Hello. <laughs> I want to say first, thank you for having me and for thinking of me. Um, how are you doing? I'm, I'm fine. I, I, I should say it's full disclosure. Uh, you know, we have this uh, educator-student relationship. So, like, we know each other and we've known <laughs> each other for two years. And she's our... She's our uh, service chair member for the National Honor Society at our school. So there is, you know, full disclosure, some bias, of course. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm, uh, Nichelle's on the show today to talk about um, her experience as a high school student and soon to be a college student, which is very Yay. exciting. It's pretty, uh, you know, enjoy every minute because it goes by very quick. And I was just texting my friend last week who I went to college with, I, I met at college, and I said, I wish. I treasured more of the time that we had together, and I didn't. And oh. uh, you know, I'm, I'm a mushy gushy guy sometimes, but not. All <laughs> time. Um, so, for, my first question for you is: How are you doing? Uh, just managing this whole pandemic, distance learning stuff. Uh well, I think I'm doing. I feel like I'm doing pretty well. I actually. Obviously, it's harder because, uh, you know, I can't, when I have questions and stuff, I don't like to send emails, especially if I remember a question and then it's like back-to-back -back emails. I don't like being in people's inbox like that. But I actually, for like the kind of person that I am and like the kind of learner that I am, I actually kind of have been preferring the virtual learning. I, I really like being in person and obviously like I miss that component because there's things you get in person that you don't get online help for me is a big thing I'm always asking for help and clarification and it's harder online but I feel like virtually I have more control over the pace I move because I tend to move like at a faster pace than what the class is and sometimes in person that can be really confining because it's like it, I'm being I feel like I'm being knocked down a little bit kind of held so, back by the speed yeah, of others yeah yeah and so this that's been nice I also feel like I have so much it's so much less stressful i feel like i have so much more time so much more freedom i feel like that's not typically the response you get from students <laughs> in high school and middle school where it's like uh, you know there's yeah. a lot of my students and i teach juniors um i feel like they're feeling the pinch you know in a oh. real in a real uh i mean there are a handful who are like you which are you know this is i'm going at my own pace you know i'm doing what i can um so, so tell me about your experience. What it, what has it been like this year? How has it changed from last year? Because yeah, as a junior, you you transitioned from in person to digital learning, and yeah. now you're spending a bulk of your senior year this way. Um, I think hmm. So far, the experience has been. I don't really have that many complaints. I'll say that. I think. The more difficult thing for me, so there's there's two things. First, I uh, really I don't like being confused, sure. and I feel like it's I am confused a lot more, you know, because you know I can read something one way, but then it'll be explained a different way if I'm you know like asking for clarification, and so sure. I feel like I'm some like I'm not saying like I'm confused all the time, mm -hmm. but I'm confused much more often because I can't get immediate clarification. I kind of have to like wait and, you know, 
be patient. And I'm not saying that like I'm impatient, but in person, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I can ask a question and get that response. I can right. do that virtually. Um, I think. But you're uh, a pretty optimistic person in general. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. Like, I, yeah. don't, I don't think it's been bad. I think the hardest thing for me this year that has been making my school year a little bit more stressful and not anymore, but like it was terrible was more home life, family mm. life things. So it wasn't really related. And even in that, like I talked to Miss Guthrie, my counselor mm-hmm. a lot during that time. And, you know, even her, like, that's just even another school aspects coming into family life and mm-hmm. she helped a lot. So I don't think a lot of my stress and like worries and anxieties are connected to the education part. And so, so one of the roles that you have on National Honor Society is service chair. Mm-hmm. What, what has that role and those expectations done for your own psyche? Like you, you, you're someone who likes to give, I think, and someone who is a caregiver, I think. <laughs> so like, what, what has that done for your own attitudes and your own outlook on, on, on all this stuff that's happening right now? I, I think that's a, I like that question because that's a big reason why I enjoy being virtual because I feel like I can do so much more that I would not be able to do at all. Like I know I wouldn't because if we were in person, my schedule would be so short, but like um, being the service chair and being able to do like the kind of community outreach and stuff that we do, it makes me feel really nice. Like obviously there's like, like, you know, it makes me feel nice and whatnot, but it's also really affirming for me because I don't I'm I don't like seeing things happen which is why like I want to be a civil rights attorney because I can't it's it's like that with injustice times a thousand Mm. but I don't like seeing that there's a need and not being able to do anything to fill that need and then just being part of the larger group that just is disadvantaged you know so I think and being able to you know be the service chair and like even you just being, you know, allowing me the freedom to do certain things and and participate and like service our community stuff, it has helped so much with that because it makes me feel like I'm not just a member of, mm-hmm. you know, society, but it feels like I'm an active member of society. And I feel like that's kind of hard sometimes for students to, you know, feel like they're a part of the the larger society like as a whole. Sure. So what do you think, uh, you know, your generation is coming up in a number of different challenges and things that have transpired, just like any generation. But I feel like, you know, some of these things are, are amplified, whether it's, you know, a couple of years ago with the amount of school shootings that we've had, um, whether it's the growing inequities that we see between wealth gaps and racial uh, strife and uh, police brutality, like what? What do you think this particular experience with COVID and um, distance learning and things like that, what, what do you think it's doing to your generation, both positive and negative? Um, well, I'll start with the positive. <laughs> I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like on the positive end, it is, so I've always kind of felt like there was a missing aspect of just like kind of my generation. I, I think that what that was was, tenacity mm-hmm. i feel like right now everything that's kind of like transpiring and has transpired for like the past four years it kind of enabled a lot of my generation you know like people in my generation to be tenacious and to it gave them like that oomph that they needed mm-hmm. to go and actually do things because you know it's easy for us to say stuff and i feel like that's what my generation does and used to do a lot like we would say stuff but then you know, the events and in, in, with COVID and, you know, like the, the Black Lives Matter movement, it really pushed us into action. Yeah. And so I feel like that is a huge, huge positive. Also, I feel like a great positive is we're being exposed. So I feel like a lot of the times people have to wait until they're in like their maybe like eight, 20s or, you know, like 18, 19, around that age. And sometimes even longer Mm -hmm. to really see what's happening in the world around them because you know if you grow up in a bubble which Mm -hmm. a lot of my generation I feel like does then you aren't being exposed to these things and so when you get into the adult life it's like or the adult world you get slammed smacked in the face with them right and you're like like that happened to me the other day because I went 
to pick up medicine and it was $160. For the first time, I realized the difference between having insurance and not having insurance because mm-hmm. I was like, I have my dad's insurance and it went to $3. Wow. And just having that experience, like I had never, I didn't, I knew our healthcare system was, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but having that experience, like being the one to experience that through my actions has made me so much more aware and has sure. allowed me to empathize with people who are saying, you know, that there's an issue. But on the negative end, I think that um, the biggest issue right now that I feel like these events are causing for my generation is there is like an increasing, like heavily increasing distrust with authority figures mm-hmm. and like our government. I think yep. that that's a huge, I think that that is the biggest downfall to all of this is that a lot of my generation and myself included, you know, in certain, at certain times and with certain systems, like just don't trust people in power. Right. And that's kind of really scary because <laughs> yeah, you should be <laughs> able to trust people who are, you know, making these huge decisions about your life. Right. But then that also goes to the action thing because now people are starting to understand the importance of voting. People who said they wouldn't vote aren't voting. And so it's like, it's with the negative, it's kind of like a a double edged sword. Um, I have one more question and it's about like what, so the podcast is pandemic past. How do we build back a a stronger public education system and, and thinking it from that lens? of this entire experience, distance learning, um, what are some things that you hope will uh, come back or maintain once we go to back to in-person learning, whenever that is? Um, that's a good question. I think... Like, if you th- if you could think about your experience as a middle school student or, like, a 10th grader or something, you know what I mean? Like... What are some practices that you are experiencing now that would have never have been conceived or even plausible even last year or, the, or prior years? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think, and I don't want to say this because like, I don't want to say in a sense that this, you know, cause I know that how, I know how hard that is for teachers, but something I'm seeing a lot more now is uh, empathy. Mm-hmm. So I think that, and not just empathy, you know, as a, just like a humanity standpoint, like just like I empathizing with you, but in, in education, all of my teachers, it seems like they are tailoring a lot more. So it's not just a, everybody has the same, you know, everybody's on the same playing field. If you're above that too bad, if you're below that too bad, you know, it's right. and not, not too bad, but you know, like it, it feels like things are much more tailored because teachers, it seems like, they have not more time, but it's easier almost sure. for them to just be like, you know, hey, can you hop on a Zoom call? Even the Wednesday check-ins, that's mm-hmm. like one-on-one time that students, you know, like I'll, I'll say for me personally, I do stay after school and stuff like that. But if I need help and stuff, I know that I have friends who they don't have time to stay after school. And sometimes they don't want to because, <laughs> you know, being at school is so draining for them sometimes that they just sure. want to go home and being virtual it's so much easier. I feel like for myself and for like my peers to just get on a zoom call, go to Wednesday check-ins and get that one-on-one help. Sure. And then um, in regards to, you know, like everybody not being on the same playing field anymore, it's kind of like, I don't feel like, I think the, the biggest issue that I've always had in like my education is I don't ever like feeling like I'm not being challenged but I also don't like feeling like I'm not being given opportunities to challenge myself sure and sometimes you know when we're in like large groups and stuff like that how you know it's like obviously being when being challenged isn't the main focus because you know you first have to build that understanding that it can be like kind of really debilitating because I'm just sitting here like you know but I think that now even just me you know like being able to have you know what I think it is I think it's actually I just I feel like now students have more control over their education yeah. and I think that's what I like I like mm-hmm. being able to 
I like accountability. I like being able to do things, get them done, you know, and, and move on and keep, you know, whatever, whatever I need to do to get a grade that I want and things like that. I like having that control. Sure. I don't like feeling like I can't do something because the opportunity is not there or because that's not where everybody else is. Right. No, well said. Yeah. Well, so as we close up, what, what are, you know, we, I know you're looking at colleges, what, uh, what, what regardless of your college or university choice, what, what are you, what are you going to do when you like, what are you going to major in? What are you thinking of focusing on? Well, I went to major in political science with a concentration in law because I think I, yeah, I guess, as I said earlier, I want to be a civil rights attorney. Um, I'm really right now trying to figure out what I want to minor in because I, you know, take, and that's why I love our school because of the academies. I've never experienced that like at any other, and I've been to a different high school before. Mm-hmm. So the academies, that was really nice. And being in the business academy made me realize like how much I do enjoy entrepreneurship. Sure. So I'm trying to figure out if I want to minor in, you know, like psychology, because that is really good to minor in if you're wanting to go to law school, mm-hmm. but also business is a minor I'm looking at. I don't know if they offer minors, but that's another thing that I'm looking at. Awesome. Very cool. Well, don't forget about us when you're, you know, famous and on the headlines. And <laughs> uh, Nichelle, thank you so much for joining us on this side pod. It's been really great talking with you. And I know our, our audience and our folks that listen in will, are really going to be glad to hear from you. And um, again, I'm, I'm serious. You're going to do great things. And I'm so excited to, to see what happens next. So don't worry. It'll all be fine. <laughs> we'll be out of this you know distance learning thing eventually and we'll be able to like interact again so, uh, thank you so much for joining and uh, we'll talk again soon okay thank you for having me <laughs> thank you for joining us on Pandemic Pass Pandemic Pass is a pulp education production and was written and directed by me, Casey Siddons. Music was written and performed by Peter Crable. Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps others find us.